Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. I am in the mobile studio, also known as the Sheraton Four Points in. Where the hell am I? Um, I'm not in Tampa. I'm in, oh, Fort Lauderdale, in Fort, Lent, oh, Fort Lauderdale. Um, and uh, as ever, in the uh, back in home studio is Joe in Chicago, Land. How's it going? How are you doing? Oh, surviving, my friend. I'm, I, I, um, I don't like people. I don't like red eye flights, and, and this trip has been full of them. Uh, it's weird, we're kind of trying to go back to normal. And uh, I'm going to be honest with you, Joe, uh, two days at a trade show conference on booth duty uh, while still running the rest of the business. I forgot how much I hated doing this. I mean, it was great to be out of the house, but um, how's things with you, my friend? I'm doing all right. Uh, I hopefully should have a road trip up in the next couple of days on the channel, uh, the Disney road trip episode one. Uh, just been uh, tax season can make life quite difficult to get video editing done, but trying to push through. I hear you, my friend. I hear you. Um, um, I'm not getting any editing done for weeks. You know, for weeks, I'm, I'm, I'm blocked out in full full travel mode for, 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 for a while, but, uh, eventually, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm not planning trips right now either. Um, but I'll, but you know what, I'll come to that in a minute. Cause I am going to be doing little trips and then I'll come, we, I'll come to that. Should we talk about, um, let's get the non ID four news out of the way. Well, not even news things we found interesting. Then we'll come back to the ID four because, I think we're going to be spending some time on that one. Um, so today, and this is going to, I'll make sure this goes up today. It is the 22nd of uh, March. We don't usually care about the dates, but today, Tesla, and in particular, Mr. Musk, and the German Chancellor opened the new Gigafactory in Berlin. Uh, I think that's I think that's worthy of a mention. The first, you know, they obviously had a couple of Model Ys had come through this. Sorry for all the background noise. A couple of Model Ys had gone through the system, but this is they're now manufacturing on three continents, Joe. Yeah, it's pretty good news. I mean, it it, it has been quite a journey for them uh, in Berlin getting final approval to start producing, and. Uh, I got to say, if I'm the Volkswagen group, I'd be a, a little bit worried because uh, those Teslas coming off the uh, line, they'll be coming off fast. Well, I'm the, apparently, and I don't know if if that is the if it is exactly the case, but they have the capability to deliver 450,000 vehicles a year from that plant. Um, that is. Uh, yeah, uh, Volkswagen's entire electric output, which is all the stuff in China, the ID4, ID5, and ID6, but they give them different names. It's the ID4 and the ID6 with different chassis, uh, different uh, tweaks, shall we say. Um, but it's half a million a year. So this, this is... Um, you know, and then, then in Europe, they still produce the e-golf, I think, as well as the ID3, the ID4, the Supra, the Enyaq. 
I think the E up too, right? The e or up, that... Yeah, no, the E up I think exists as well. And then I don't know if that includes the Audi. Obviously, that's the Audi badged E4 Q4 as well. The 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 ID4 would be badged, um, as well as the e-tron, e-tron GT, uh, and the Porsches. But even so, four hundred fifty thousand. That is um, impressive. That I'm looking at it in, on my other screen. I'm traveling with two screens. That's how crazy this. That's how life is now. These uh, are these are structural battery pack twenty one seventy cells, right? I think um yeah they're not well yes so they're structure a so they're not structural structural they are different to the pack they're not the same as the packs that they use but they are semi-structural and then they are going to change these to 4680s in the future not these cars they're building but the they've 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 designed this so it's the first thing is it's casted front and rear so it's a full cast assembly for these model y's um I want to spend more. I, I need to do more reading on that, my friend. But it, it's still just overall impressive. Uh, it really is. Uh, so can, and, and being that they're mega casted, that's a significantly less cost I, I, to start producing these. So they should be able to lower their price significantly, right? Why? Why? <laughs> why, exactly, would you, right? why would you do that? I'm sorry. I mean, my inner capitalist says, well, you know what? If you've got a waiting list, put the price up. Um, no one's looking for more of John Garside's, so I'm keeping the price right where it is. You know, uh, may have to lower the price uh, shortly. Uh, speak to Mrs. Garside on that one. No, but congratulations to 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 Tesla on that. Um, it, it is it, it it's it's worth mentioning. We're not anti-Tesla. It's part. We're all part of an ecosphere. We all literally live in this world. Um. What else uh, this week? Um, a slightly on. less production vehicle went in went into production this week as well. Uh, the yes. Cadillac Lyric started rolling off the line in Tennessee. Yeah, absolutely. Um, still not sure how I feel about that one. I I didn't put an order in, um, and I sometimes think I wish I had, but I just I, I can't. I don't want to. The way I look at it is, uh, I mean, it's, I'm sure it's nice, but the Blazer, is the Blazer Equinox, one of those two, is going to be basically the identical vehicle for a much cheaper price here in a in a year. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I didn't, I haven't, I just don't. Yeah, here's the thing, I don't like that, and then this is, you know, here maybe here's the thing to talk about. I went to their website. I was looking at reservations. I, I I put a reservation down. By the way, so I currently have reservations on the Fisker, the Rivian, and the F-150. Now, bear in mind, I know I'm not going to take delivery of any of them. Well, I mean, potentially the Rivian if it got here at the old price. Um, I ordered it at the old price. So we'll see. Um, the F-150, we'll talk about that shortly. The Fisker, yeah. I just don't know. Uh, we're replacing the Volvo. Now, the thing with the with the Lyric is you had to go to a dealer. I don't want to do that. I'm sorry. I'm I'm uh, I'm having a conversation right now about this Porsche Taycan Turismo. I'm in love, Joe. Yeah, they should have taken a page out of the Polestar Volvo book that uh, you can just order the thing online, and you have the option 
to deal with the dealer as much as you want, but you don't have to if you don't want yeah. to. I, I, and I and I just don't I just don't want to. And the reason being is because I, I know it's count. Hey, and I'm the guy that just said he should put his prices up. But I take dealers out of that equation because I look at what value do you bring, Mister Dealer? What value do you bring to the equation? If I if I'm doing the purchase myself. You're just there to front it, to handle, you know, anyway. Um, you know, they want to put a $10,000 lift on the sticker price of this Porsche. And there is nothing I can do about it because I didn't order it directly for Porsche. And if I want to do that, then, and I, I may end up, doing, I, I don't know. It, for me, it's all about delivery this year, for this tax year. That's the issue. So it's stupid. It's a, it's a fantastic problem to have. But... That is why I didn't order though, because I don't want to have to go through a GM dealer because I just don't want to, I'm sorry. I, I will say the benefit of these dealers being very greedy is certainly helping our used car value. <laughs> I don't know if you've looked up the ID4 recently, but. Um, I nice. got an unsolicited <laughs> offer. I was actually, uh, we were joking about this the other day. I was actually offered a retail price for my car unsolicited offer i called it up to check it and yes they wanted to offer me forty five thousand dollars and i'm like uh what um <laughs> yeah. so i couldn't afford to buy my own house and someone wants to give me full price for my car which has now got thirty thousand four hundred and twenty two miles on the clock yeah, uh, Consumer Reports every every week on their podcast says, do not buy a car. Now is not the time. They should put the asterisk that unless you're an electric car owner slash buyer, this is this is the oh. time to flip cars. <laughs> well, now I'm going to disagree with you because we, so here's the ladies and gentlemen, you know, Joe, I was going to try and get through this without. Tell you what, Joe, let's talk about ID4 and then we'll come back to used car. We'll have an extended part of the podcast where we talk about extended car values. And what's John thinking about as he looks to replace the Volvo XC60 that he and his wife have with possibly a Porsche or a secondhand Tesla and just what is going on in John's head? Let's do that as an extended thing because you know, otherwise we might lose the listener. You there? Come on. <laughs> you still hang in there. We'll come back to normal stuff. Um, speaking, we mentioned Ford. They, they released the EPA number for the Lightning. So 230 on a regular battery. 300 to 320 on the extended depending on the trim because obviously some of those trims are heavier than others and there's a lot of i think it's the 22 inch rims i guess there's a lot of variation in the wheel size um i mean that's that's pretty much what we were expecting uh i don't think anyone yeah. was you know before, i don't think anyone was saying it's a little lower than i was expecting base but you know we do know they were playing around with the software and now the question is when are you going to start making them and doing them in volume? I mean, I think the uh, the two things to say about Ford is they have always underestimated their range numbers pretty consistently on all of their electric cars they've been doing. And um, in particular, uh, any range test you see out there, you know, ID4 range test is pretty common that it's rated at 250 and you come in with around 220-ish, right? Um, if you look at the Mach-E range test though, their highway miles typically end up achieving what their EPA number is, that they're just a little bit more conservative that, you know, so I, in a real world, I'm sure 250 is actually possible out of that standard wrench truck. So I'm not sure whose podcast I was listening to uh, on the flight. The, so I got the red eye out here on Sunday night. 
and um, I was listening to some podcast in uh, trying to fall asleep unsuccessfully. And they did talk about how the difference between uh, you can choose type two or type five testing with EPA. And one vendor has recently gone from type five to type two, which is unusual, but it's also more accurate. I needed to listen more. And unfortunately, I was falling asleep and there's possibly some CBD gummies in play and possibly there weren't CBD, but that would be a federal crime and I would never do that. Um, so anyway, it, 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 uh, it, it's, it's where we expect it to be. Um, yeah, it is where we it, It's just something I wish that could be figured out. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not a fan of regulation, but this is one of the areas that I think just confuses more people, unfortunately. You know, you, you get a, a gas vehicle, the, the number on the Moroni matches the number you typically get in public for miles per gallon. And they really should be able to figure out a way to test these vehicles and be able to show a real world number. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Let's, um, so let me uh, bounce around and then I will bring it back to ID4s. Um, I was gonna, we don't usually talk about cars that don't exist or in, in, the, in the near term, but I do have to mention these two. So first of all, Joe, you haven't seen it yet, but the Audi, um, it's an Audi, so the Audi, Google it, my friend. Like an Audi A6 Avant e-tron. And uh, I'm going to put it, I'm gonna, let me Google it and I'll share my screen. Audi. I know we don't do screen sharing only, but and I'm sorry, but it's so pretty. A6. A6. Now, this is a concept which they showed a few days ago. Four hundred thirty-five WLTP. So uh, that would be what three thirty-ish EPA, probably. Yeah, it's gonna. It would have a hundred kilowatt version of because built on the MEV platform. We'll show. So thank you, Inside EVs. Who I think this is a render they did, or this is a picture. I'll share. I'll share my screen. Um, Motor Trend has uh, pictures on it as well. I'm not sure if they're real uh, or the one that just looks. It. I just. Oh, yep. isn't she? That looks like mine, so that, that must be official. Yeah, it, it is. It, 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 this is the official thing. Anyway, um, it is just stunning. Look at that. Look at the ass on that, hey? Isn't that? That's it. Whoa. He's going to touch it, don't you, Joe? So here's my point, Joe. I mentioned this on our last podcast. Word, I was told that they're going to develop uh, an ID, a, a long roof Volkswagen that will come out this year, and it will be based on the ID6. I have a feeling it's going to be that. I thought it would be on the VW badge, but you know what? If it's on an Audi badge, I don't care. That, if they bring that in at less than, and so this is where it gets interesting, Joe. What? Battery technology are they going to put in this, right? Is they are they going uh, to definitely Taycan? I would think. Well, every uh, according to Motor Trend here, they're saying two hundred and seventy kilowatt peak speeds. I mean, that's got to be eight hundred volt Taycan kind of stuff that I, I would believe. But they're also and they're also estimating in the, the seventy five to eighty five price range is their rough estimate. Which, you know, if they make a Volkswagen version, that'll get the price a much more reasonable point. Just like the 
you know, the Q4 is significantly more once you add on options to, to the ID4, you should see a similar pricing if they make an ID, uh, ID version of this. We'll see. Uh, I, whether they do or not, because I, as I'm reading it there, it did say that this is going to be built. The A6 introduced the premium platform electric Audi and Porsche developed. So, the, so it is not the MEB platform. Um, uh, but it could support, you know, and they say could, and if it had the 800 volt architecture, then yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know where the cost point is on, you know, how much more cost is there on an 800 volt system than a 400 volt system? If you know, put something in the comments. We want to talk to you. We need to understand this stuff more. I know it's not twice the, twice the volts. I know it is, but it's, it's more to it than that. Yeah, my understanding, it's not as tricky with the battery. It's more of all the off-the-shelf components that uh, they said there's limited suppliers and those suppliers, you know, charge significantly more for each of the parts. The inverters and things like that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, the other uh, vehicle that um, uh, I was going to mention um, has gone up my head. It was the Audi e-tron and the uh, a, a, a six and um, so the lyric, no, it's gone out of my head. Oh, we already talked about that. Oh, I can't remember now. <laughs> well, uh, BMW had I saw something about an i7. So, well, I'll, I'll, yeah, the i7 has been announced as part of a new platform and very pretty, very expensive, very, very expensive. Um, Let's let's turn our conversation to the ID4, and I want to make sure I'm going to read this one. I'm saying I want to make sure I get this right. So, it's March the twenty second. There are fourteen. How many days in March? Thirty or thirty-one. 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 So there are seven, eight, nine. Uh, nine days, 10, including today, if you're staying at the end of March. Nine days, nine days, 10 days. There are 22 days between now and the day I picked up my Audi, my, uh, my Audi. Technically, I suppose that's true. My Volkswagen ID4. Maybe, just maybe, it gets an update. Um, this week, Volkswagen did release. Um, well, they didn't release anything. They put out. They released a press release. Now let's let's go through this, Joe. And there's a couple of things in here which you need to be aware of. Okay. Are you talking about the app or the update? Well, let's do the whole thing. So first of all, we'll do the app. So VW Carnet, the app got an update. Are oh, definitely on Android. I think it's happened on iPhone as well. Not yet. I've received two emails from them in the last uh, week. I think one I received last time we were doing a podcast. I just received another last night to say coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> there's, never, got- there's never a date of definitive. Uh, anything with the Volkswagen group at this point. <laughs> so I got the Audi, I, I got the Android update this morning. Um, it was not a push push, um, but if I manually went to do updates, it was there. 
um, and uh, I will fire up and um, you know, let's uh, let me just get a couple. I've got a load of crap running on my phone. I was doing a scan of the wi hotel Wi-Fi because I have a feeling there's somebody was doing something naughty in here. Um, I have a Carnet update, but I do not have the My VW app. That does not exist yet. Interesting. So um, I can now log in to my Volkswagen, uh, into my ID4, into my first edition. And the first thing I'll tell you, Joe, is that um, it's not working. <laughs> so first of all, and someone else has mentioned this, the uh, it says that the window defroster is on all the time. And if you go to switch it off, it will give you, it, you'll get the happy round of nothing. And then it'll come with an error message. And what's more interesting is mine says that I have 70% state of battery and that it is plugged in right now with 152 miles of range. That'd be fantastic, apart from the fact that my car is not plugged in right now. <laughs> um, and in fact, my wife plugged it in at, uh, earlier on today at Electrified America and told me she was at 30% and the car told me it was at 70. So clearly something didn't happen right. What's also interesting is, and I'm not, I need, I'm going to actually just see what happened here. Interesting. Today I got, oh, my wife. Oh, great. So remember people, if you have an ID4, make sure you select your, you make sure you have it on the right charging plan because I was charged $8.60 for 20 kilowatts of energy today. I know they'll refund that, but they've also just double dinged me another 10 bucks to recharge my account. Anyway, uh, my wife doesn't have the that has the app working, but she doesn't hasn't selected the right thing, uh, the right payment plan, which is technically no payment plan. So yes, I got that, and it doesn't work. Um, how hard could it be? Um, however, there also is a couple of things going on, uh, and so let me read you the announcement on this joke because I want, you know I want to get this right. So. We're going to get in version three, which will not only iron out all the bugs and kinks, um, it will improve voice control. Well, it couldn't be worse. <laughs> um, know whether the driver a, a, a or the quick side note about that. Pardon? Quick side note. So voice control. Yes. I feel like when I first got the car, it was semi somewhat reliable. Yeah. And now I feel like it's just completely disobedient. Yeah, I, it's just got more stupid. I mean, this is a kid that did not learn good at co during COVID. <laughs> <laughs> he unlearned. I mean, that, that's, I'm yeah. curious. I don't think we ever talked about this, but uh, yeah, I used to, when we first got the car, they get directions to so-and-so, and, -so and it, most of the time actually figure it out. I agree. But, uh, it, it has become more reticent to, yeah, I, 100%, my friend, 100%. Uh, it will be able to recognize whether the driver or the front passenger is swearing at it. I'm sorry, speaking to it. Um, that's important. Um, next is what Volkswagen calls travel assist with swarm data. That is basically an advanced automated driving suite, uh, which will keep us in the center lane and more importantly, allow for automatic lane changes when it's deemed they can be performed safely at speeds over 56 miles an hour. Only one problem with this, Joe. 
Would you like to know which countries it works in? Not ours. It works. Wait, is this a NHTSA thing? Because other, other brands do lane changing and it doesn't seem to be a problem. It, it requires connectivity and it puts a list of where they were and the USA is not one of them. But Romania is. So I don't know. I'm sure we'll find out something another day. Um, they, um, if you initiate it while adaptive cruise control and indicate the car will then look around and safely do it. So we will see. Another novelty, and I am quoting here from Inside EVs, and I think the use of language is perfect here. Park Assist Plus with memory function, which as suggests can be taught certain parking maneuvers, which it should then be able to replicate on its own. This, if I remember, remember right, isn't this a complete copycat of what the BMW i4 is doing? I, funny enough, I was thinking the same thing and then also reminding myself not to do a joke about copying how my wife parks because if it's difficult, she has me do it. Um, mm, yeah, it, it's an interesting one. Um, why am I so popular? I just laugh at it because it's little features that are, I mean, are not relevant. They're gimmicky, right? Whereas there's like major flaws that we need to be repaired and they're spending time working on, you know, gimmicks, more or less. <laughs> yeah, now the, at the same time, obviously, you know, the thing is we're gonna get higher charging. So it's gonna go to 135 from 125. Now, uh, let me, I, you know what? I meant to do the numbers before. I believe that's gonna, they estimate around, is it five minutes? off of the time five or seven minutes something like that which is obviously that's appreciated yeah we'll see where we go the question is what does the curve look like so if this is going to right. be 135 instead of 125 to 40 then yes that's gonna give you six kilowatts of power more over the same time frame so right, yeah, which would take six minutes off by the back end because it's around sixty by the time we're at eighty yeah. percent, if I remember right. So, so yeah, a little bit. So, so we'll see, but then it, we'll see what they do with the taper because remember, you know, when Tesla have modified the taper, uh, they may get they may give us, but they may take away on the other end. You know, Teslas do charge much slower at the end because they have to cool down. Uh, we will see. Now, what's interesting is this is all going to be over the air. However. It's not, and I know that because my local dealer already told, asked me if I want to be first in line because they're going to do some work on the car. So I've got a feeling they're going to change the battery to a lithium ion. I think we talked about this before, but I have not got. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Right now, I'm getting a lot of 12 volt battery errors, and I'm not changing the battery just in case. So we will see what happens. Um, but when it happens, we'll bring you a full review, and 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 we look forward to it. And Volkswagen, just get it friggin' done. Two point five would have been fine. Don't have to, don't have to swing for the friggin' fences all the time. Um, Do we know if there's any reason why our cars can't have uh, on route preconditioning, like uh, Polestar's or other vehicles? There's no reason why we can't. Well, there is. So there's two reasons. Two things I know. One is there's no reason we couldn't. Second of all, is that car is meant to be permanently conditioning its battery. So apparently from when we switch it on, it starts warming the battery up. 
Um, Bjorn talked about this when he first took one out because he had a tag on EV Notify. Um, so it was warming the battery automatically so that it always is warm as opposed to it's just toasty when you want it. Um, I'm not sure. Did, did we talk about this on a podcast yet from when I did my Omaha trip? We did. Okay. Yeah, because now that I have that uh, Bluetooth dongle. Yeah, and and now that we and apparently they're going to be big improvements to the UI and to the onboard SatNav system as well. So maybe um, I was actually watching Bjorn's uh, using an Audi recently, and you know they they made huge strides. So hopefully some of that technology is going to come over. Um, so anyway, we will see. Twenty two days, Volkswagen. Twenty two days. Let's let's see how it goes. Um, Forgive me, I'm uh, logging into the new, the, uh, I had an iPhone update for the VW app and I'm trying to see if mine works. Yeah, and my defrost is not working. Um, but it does look, uh, does look like yours. Same oh, kind yeah. of a refresh of yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, it's, it's it says my window defroster is on and I can vouch that my car is in the garage and off. So yeah, looks like we are in a similar world right now. Indeed. <laughs> Um, so in other news, we're talking about taking trips, you are, did you say you are, are you going to put a trip up? You're not planning a trip, but you're putting a trip up online. Uh, yeah, putting a, putting a trip up, hopefully Thursday. I think so. Okay. Yes. I am trying to block out the light behind me, uh, just because it's annoying. Um, so I have some trips coming up. And whoever says, stop John Humble bragging about the comedy, I, yes, absolutely. But that's the thing that's letting me travel right now. And it's also what's helping me get the damn car. So, you know, we, these things are linked. Um, I'm going to um, Austin next week. And uh, I was, I'm speaking, I'm, I'm gonna be at the keynote at a security conference in Houston on Tuesday. And then, um, and then I'm going back to Austin on Wednesday after the conference finishes. I'm speaking at lunchtime at the conference and then I'll probably leave around four because I hope to be on Joe Rogan's comedy show on Wednesday night. And if I'm not on Joe's show, I'm going to see TJ Miller at, um, at the creek, at the Cave and Creek. And then I'll do Brian's show on Thursday. But that meant I needed wheels. Well, original plan, because I booked this ages ago, was to fly into Austin, do Tony's show, Kill Tony on Monday night, fly five o'clock in the morning to Houston, do the security conference. And then, uh, and then I was going to go home. Well, now I'm flying into Houston on Monday, going to do Tony's show. But before then, I'm going to go and pick up my rental car which is coming from Turo, Joe, and it's a Chevy Bolt. <laughs> oh, well, it was nice knowing you. I think we had to go around. Yeah, I thought I'm going to go out like a flambe. Um, so I'm going to go pick this car up and leave it at the airport hotel I'm staying at. Actually, I can change my hotel now. I don't have to stay at the airport anymore. Um, I'm going to change my... So I'll do that next. So... Um, yeah, and then I'm going to leave. I'm not drinking on Monday. 
and I'm going to leave very early in the morning. It's 166 miles, Joe, so I think the Chevy Bolt can do that. I've got to find somewhere to then charge it over the next two days. There's no hotel. Outside. Uh, yeah, outside. There are no uh, Marriott hotels, annoyingly enough, in the downtown area that have charges other than the JW Marriott, $425 a night, and I can't justify that. Um, and then I will do the show on Wednesday and then drive back to Austin in this thing. So expect a, uh, expect a report on that and we'll do an update. We'll do a, how is a 2017 Chevy Bolt? Um, and, and if we want, uh, you know, we can just nip uh, a comment in the butt right now. The brand new 2022 Chevy Bolt starts at $31,500. And the Tesla Model Y starts at $63,000. That, last time I checked, is double. So if anyone goes and wants to compare how a Tesla Model Y compares to the new Chevy Bolt, I'll just leave it right there. They're twice as good. Um, and they charge twice as fast. Uh, and I, I wanted to buy, wanted to rent. Um, I was going to rent a Tesla in, in in Houston and drive the other way, but it was just it actually ended up being easier doing it this way. Um, I would have rented an ID four. Someone actually said on Reddit. I did actually ask on Reddit. Someone said there were ID fours to rent. Unfortunately, there were none. In fact, the only electric cars I could rent was either Fiat five hundred Ds. I've owned one. Uh, that's not going to do it. That's great for running around Austin. <laughs> Fantastic, what a fantastic vehicle, but no use when you actually have to go 166 miles. Uh, that's not happening. Um, yeah, and uh, or, or Teslas are the only choices. Oh, you know, and someone, there was an e-tron and they wanted $1,164 a day, which seemed a little bit. Or less range. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. I, uh, I have a hunch I know this answer, but uh, Turo probably isn't betting whether the battery's been upgraded on this one or not. No. There may be, they no, well, there won't be a recall on it. They, they they will make sure there's no active recall on it. I know that because when we had the seatball recall, they de-platformed my vehicle. So they do, they they do have a system. Um. So, yeah, the soapbox. I don't, I don't think I need to soapbox it too much. Um, it, it's a great situation to be able to play. It's it, it's. We all do it, Joe. I mean, you know, we play, what car should I buy next fantasy? And, you know, if I could just go and buy a Rivian, I'd just go and buy a Rivian. I mean, watch, oh, that was the other thing. Yeah, make sure you go and look at Kyle's channel and watch, follow him on Twitter. Uh, he's been doing loads and loads of testing of the Rivian 1T this past week. So really excited to watch some of that content. Um, but uh, yeah, I'd have a Rivian in a heartbeat. It's not the fastest charging, but you know what it would do, as you and I know, long trips aren't, long trips aren't the everyday. It's, it's the thing we think about, but it's not every day. Um, I mentioned that because I was, you know, I want to keep an open mind. And I thought, you know what? I should look at the BMW. I was a BMW person. I had an i3. Before that, I had BMW 325 TISE, M3. You know, I was a BMW kid. I'm a big fan. I like the i4. I like the i40. I don't need, and I've looked at the, you know, the, the 50 version and the M version. And, 
you know what, $60,000, that's not a bad car for $60,000. The charging curve is pretty good. It's, you know, 200 and odd up to 40% and change. And that was with old software. And I'm, I'm, I'm tempted. It's just the practicality. And I really want the hatch that, that I need a hatch. A sedan just doesn't well, work. The i4 is one of those fastback hatches. It's not a, it's not a real trunk. So is kind of like a Chevy Volt, like with a V. Yeah. And, uh, the nice thing too, I noticed about the i4 is there's the charging curve is out there. So as much as it sounds like it's not a wonderful number, I think it's 30 minutes or 35 minutes from like five or 10 to 80%. It holds that 200 till like 40%. So a rip and run. I mean, you're looking at 10 minutes, oh, 15 minutes charging stuff. You know what? It is. You, I do apologize. It is a proper hatch trunk. It's like the Polestar. So, so that's actually more practical than it, you know, would I like an IX5? Yeah, but they did that strange thing where they wedged it in. You know, I still need to make the, the sales pitch on this is, is, you know, my wife will use my, use the Volkswagen as the main family vehicle. Um, but there's a lot to like about the, um, the, the I4. There really is. Um, my understanding is they are trickling in like as we speak as well. They are. There's 22 of the, there's a good, and obviously where I live, there's a good number of them available. Um, so I, I, I may be, oh, I'm looking at that trunk right now. Wow. You know what? This could be the moment, Joe. This could be the moment I pull the trigger 60. 000. And the reason, let me be clear about this. I want the Taycan's beautiful. It really is. The Taycan uh, um, Turismo, the wagon. It's not that practical. It's more practical than a Taycan, but it's not that much more practical. And that is money that's going to be tied up in the, you know, yeah, we're looking at the whole cost of vehicle and, you know, can't predict the future. A lot of money tied up in that. I, 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 I'm still tempted, very tempted by it, but I do like the i4. Uh, I love that Audi uh, estate, but that's not going to happen in this year. And we need to execute this year because because um, we're going to have a good chunk of money coming in and i got to get a tax rebate off it and other stuff. And then this will be the car that I'll use for the channel this year. And I will do another cross-country road trip this year. So stand by for that. Um, depends on the time, on the timing and, and things like that. But um yeah, the three cars on, on my list that I just re really stand off the sheet is the uh, the Polestar 2, the uh, i4, and the Ionic 5. As much as I like the Mach-E, the charging's just not there. Um, so those those three all have the hatchback style that I like. They're practical for road trips. They come with two years of free charging. Uh, it's all, all the same kind of deal. And yeah. about the same price, quite frankly. Yeah, no, I, 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 we will see. So we will see. Um, I think that's a pretty good place to close things out this week, don't you, Joe? I do. Uh, I, I don't know if we're going to soapbox about the used car market while we're on it. <laughs> Let's save that for another comment. Let's save that for next week. And the reason I say that is because um, we started late, and I need to be, I need to be, I need to be thirty minutes away from here in forty-five. Um, and I got to get an Uber and I got to put on a shirt and look like a human being. Um, I'm having dinner. I'm not doing comedy people. 
I'm having dinner with um, with a former NSA director, a friend of mine. I've not seen him for two years, so we're going to go and have barbecue because that's what you do when you're around here. We know one good place around here that's not touristy. Uh, I'm sure Margarita Vale is still available. Um, by the way, uh, in terms of humble brags and comedy, um, uh, if you're seeing this and you live in Vegas, then I will be uh, doing a, a special guest of Kabir definitely on Friday night. Um, go to American Comedy Company, go Best of Vegas, put in the code Kabir for $10 tickets. They have got $25 unlimited drinking all night. What an offer. And just remember, I get twice as funny four drinks in. Um, I may be there on Thursday night, but it's going to be running late and um, there's a flight involved, but I'll definitely be on the show on Friday night. And I'm pleased to say that uh, if you go to TonyHinchcliffe.com and look at his tour, not only will I be opening for him in Phoenix and in uh, Salt Lake City, which was previously agreed, I will be in Miami as well in April. So it turns out, um, and I couldn't engineer this. I wish I had, but um, I'm here. I'm back in Miami uh, for a security conference. They asked me to speak on their training day on the Friday. And I just went to look and see who was performing at the improv to see if I could get on a show. And it was Hinchcliffe. So I sent the text message and he said, yes. So uh, I will be doing his shows Thursday and Friday night, but not Saturday night because I'm still married and I want to keep it that way. So I'm going to fly up to Baltimore and spend the weekend with my wife, like a good boy. Um, what else? I think that's it, Joe. I'm going to say goodbye if that's all right with you. Sounds good. Take care. Till next time. Have fun, boys and girls. Be safe.